We're going to look back at the year between October 2020 and October 21, and we're going to say, oh, geez, what a difference a year makes, and we're going to explain that. When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0, joined by my partner on the show and partner in life, Glenn Tate. Hello. I'm so energized. We have such a great couple shows for you. Let me tell you why. We're going to look back at the year between October 2020 and October 21, and we're going to say, oh, geez, what a difference a year makes, and we're going to explain that. And then in the after show, I'm going to talk about this hideous proposal that the FBI is going to start going to school board meetings and start investigating people who are dissenters. But before we go into that... Shelby, I think we have some administrative announcements. We do. So, lurkers, come out of the shadows. You know who you are. You're the one, you're the listener that listens on the regular terrestrial show that we have, and that's great. Um, Or you listen on the podcast, and that's great. We love having you. And some of you have come up to me recently and admitted who you are and and said, hi, I'm a lurker, which is awesome. But even more so today and in weeks to come, there will be premium content for those who are our Patreon supporters. So for as little as a couple bucks a month, you can support us and keep the lights on. So as, as they say, as well as hear some really good meaty, meatier content. How you do that is go to prepping2-0.com. Down the right hand side, you'll see a button for Patreon. Jump on over there and check us out. Shelby and listeners, I have two great examples of what Shelby's talking about, about premium content. First of all, the after show, I think you're going to really like about this FBI thing. I've really drilled down on it. And second of all, we were on a Swedish prepping podcast, and that is only available on Patreon to Patreon subscribers. Why is that? Or if you live in Sweden. Or if you live in Sweden. Why is that, Glenn? Are you trying to withhold awesome Swedish content from regular show listeners? No. The Swedish podcast was not put into the format of an American radio show like we need to have it. So we couldn't play it as a regular episode. So it had to be a Patreon-only thing. And I think you're going to love it. Those guys were great. The interview was amazing. And you know what? They really produce that show extremely well. It is really fun to listen to. So I highly recommend being a Patreon so you can listen to, among other things, Glenn and Shelby go international and it's meatballs uh, all the way and Swedish pancakes and all that stuff. I will say this. Glenn yes. embarrassed me. I did. I decided to try out some of my oh, Swedish and now language. Don't stop. Stop. No. I won't do it. I want to talk about some of okay. our awesome sponsors. Let's talk about them. Yes. First of all, I want to talk about um, one of our great sponsors, Jared Savick. Savick is how you say it, actually. He is a great, great realtor based out of Kalispell, Montana. He yep. and his wife are wonderful, wonderful realtors there. A lot of you are calling him. And and we encourage you to do so. He's a great sponsor of our show. He is um, a prepper himself. He and his wife, they know what it takes to put together good prepping property both in town out of town and way out of town so feel free to go check him out at uh, seize the day montana that's seize the day mt.com and when you send him a message tell him that glenn and shelby sent you another great sponsor katie armor c-a-t-i stands for come and take it armor their website is katiearmor.com use the coupon code Grant get ten percent off of steel body armor, and steel's like a premium thing. It's kind of hard. There's it, a bunch of good quality steel is sitting off of uh, the port of uh, Long Beach, California, in container ships right now. So you may want to get some. We have fanfare, everybody. We have a brand new sponsor, and I am so doggone happy about this. This is a product I used before they were a sponsor, and I can't recommend it enough. U.S. Law Shield. Now, they provide, it's technically in Washington State, if you're a Washington listener, technically not insurance. But if you're anywhere else, if you're in one of the free states, it is indeed insurance. What kind of insurance, you ask? If you are involved in a self-defense situation, or you can, for a couple bucks a month, get your family members uh, covered. If you are in a self-defense situation, they will pay for your lawyer. They will pay for a bunch of the bail money. And they will take care of you and you will be 
given access to a free to you incredibly good self-defense criminal attorney and this could save your bacon and we are big big supporters of us lost you let it let me tell you something it's gonna be a long sponsor thing but there's a lot to this when shelby and i lived in washington state we could not get this kind of coverage because the washington state insurance commissioner calls this kind of coverage are you ready for this murder insurance like you're just going to go murder somebody and then expect you know to get so how does coverage. that work in chicago exactly <laughs> apparently no one has murder insurance exactly. in chicago i want to get insurance against getting murdered it doesn't work that way shelby okay. so u.s okay. law shield is in all 50 states provides coverage and it's in all of the details are available at prepping2-0.com go to the friends and affiliates page right up at the top you're going to see the u.s law shield um, uh, how to how to order? You can you can Google them uslawshield.com. Find out more about the coverage. Here's the cool thing: prepping 2.0 listeners get two free months. So if That's you awesome. if you pay for 12 months, and it's about 100 bucks for an individual, and like a couple more bucks a month to include family members, um, it, you get 14 months for the price of 12. So there's the extra two. And let me tell you something about this family member thing. I was thinking, well, that's cool because, you know, Shelby gets in people's face. And if anyone's going to shoot somebody, it'd probably be her, especially if she's jacked up on coffee. I mean, this is a this is a very this is legit. common sense, very thought. common sense. Fear. And there was a thing about like coverage for kids. And I'm like, I kind of see that. But I really don't see a 14 year old carrying a gun because that's illegal in just about every state. Well, guess what? It's self-defense in general. It's not just guns. So, and this is this is a great thing. I was talking to Alex, the the U.S. Law Shield guy at the Sandpoint Expo, which we're going to talk about later. And Alex said, "You know why this coverage is good? If there's a bully situation, exactly. That's what school, I was just thinking. And your kid clocks another kid, and then your kid, predictably, is the one getting expelled. They will have U.S. Law Shield will have a really good attorney." Ready to go. Ready to go. Telling the school board, uh-uh, you can't do this. And so it is truly self-defense insurance, not just gunfighting insurance. And I could not be happier that we got linked up via John Jacob Schmidt over at Radio Free Redoubt. Great guy. He's a mutual friend of Alex and I. And so now we are fully loaded, ready to roll with U.S. Law Shield. Again, coupon code PREP, P-R-E-P, on prepping2-0.com. Friends and Affiliates, U.S. Law Shield link. You guys, how much money, and I'm speaking now to mostly men, how much money do you spend on guns and ammo and hopefully training? You know, you might be the guy that has like a tourniquet on your ankle, right? In some ankle carry thing because you're ready for everything. But you get involved in something that requires you to use that tourniquet. And now your house gets taken away in legal fees. And let me tell you something. The legal fee is for this. If you try this on your own. Hundred grand easy. Oh, people have lost their entire life savings and and ruined their lives. And then they're acquitted. Right. And it was the legal. And that's cost. the point. Yeah. And so, preppers. Now this isn't just guys and guns. Preppers. We spend money. We take time, and we plan for things so that much. may happen. And we are the kings and queens of spending a little bit of money to head off at the pass a major problem and not have a major problem if we just spend a little bit of money. U.S. Law Shield fits perfectly in that category. So I really encourage you guys to get U.S. Law Shield. I encourage you to get it through our website and to get those two free months. Cover your spouse, cover your kids. They don't have insurance for your dog, um, you know, because dogs, sometimes they get in no, I'm just kidding. Oh, you're kidding. Stop. Okay. So <laughs> anyway. Got, I'll write them in for you, folks. I will. That's right. Okay. Enough about U.S. Law Shield. New sponsors. So glad to have them. Thank you very much. Backwoods Home Magazine. Fantastic magazine. You've heard us talk about it. Coupon code is 6OFF, the number 6, O-F-F, and you get 6 bucks off a year, which we highly recommend. We also have My Kind CBD. I hope you guys, Patreons, watch the video bonus show with Jerry from My Kind CBD. Bottom line, My Kind is the purest most uh well it's the purest cbd oil possible it has 0.0000 percent thc if you're a over-the-road trucker and you have a commercial driver's license and you have to have a test to make sure you don't have any marijuana in your system if you use my kind cbd 
you're going to pass that test. Plus, it's really effective. And you, you should watch the, the video awesome. bonus show to see more of the details. But don't buy your CBD at a 7-Eleven or a grocery store or, you know, even a drugstore. You can do better than that. And it's called My Kind. It is also available prepping2-0.com, friends and affiliates. Click on the My Kind logo and you're going to go straight there. And then finally, we have Lizzie McDaniel, our awesome realtor in Tennessee. She uh, helps people relocate there. She can be found at redstate-realtors.com. Click on the map with Tennessee, redstate-realtors.com. Click on Tennessee. Those are some of our sponsors. And now we're going to get into the meat and the spuds of the show. And Shelby, why don't you set the stage for the topic? Well, like um, we were talking earlier, last year... The, the mindset that we had was when the collapse happens, we and we felt like we had kind of gotten a taste of it, and I think even it was always it in up, the future tense. But it was always in the future tense, and we got a kind of a a test run of it with COVID. And this is October, not yep. to interrupt you, October of 2020 when we went to Sandpoint, and then we went to Sandpoint this year, October 2021, and you know how how anniversaries are. It helps you realize how things have changed. So we're talking about. The world in October 2020 mm-hmm. versus the world now, now and some profound things came out of that. So, so yeah. what, the topic when we did our speaking part last year, we talked about how over 50 percent of the U.S. population is actively prepping on some level, another for two things, more COVID lockdowns, mm-hmm. which I was like, really, are we going to do that again? Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> and uh, political unrest and violence. Because of the election. Because of the upcoming because election. Because of Trump winning, obviously. Be- because the Rotary right. Club isn't going to riot because Biden artificially won the presidency. Right. So, and and here we are a year later. So many th- of those things came true and came true in ways that we didn't expect and didn't come true, but worse things happened. You know, 2021 and 20, uh, soon to be 2022. But now. Yeah. Instead of when the collapse happens in the future, what are. What's the sense now? I mean, the, the difference now that a year is, makes. Uh, the collapse is happening. We're in it. It's present tense. It's happening around us right now yep. as we speak. I've read some headlines just before starting this show. It's happening. Everybody sees it out there. And so we've gone from when the collapse happens in the future to, well, the collapse is here. How are we going to navigate it? And that's a profound change mm. in just a year. And we really got a chance to see that difference when we compared our notes from the presentation we gave a year ago at the Sandpoint Prepper Preparedness Expo, and then this year. One of the things that this this looking back a year and comparing a year really, really does is illustrate normalcy bias and how, and while Shelby and I are not perfect, I think we did a pretty nice job of not falling into the trap of normalcy bias. And here's what I mean by that. Quite honestly, the threat changed. Go back in time to October of 2020. We were all waiting for the election. We all thought that Trump would win. By the way, he did. But anyway, that's a whole, <laughs> that's, that's a topic that's been beaten of, to death. Yes. So we were expecting, and so were you, the listener probably, expecting Trump will win, the left will lose its mind, there might even be some left-wing generals that try something crazy, you know. All these things were in our mind. We, we were set up for a big, I'm going to be honest, a, a civil war. Yeah. We were, we the were word was ready. said. Rush Limbaugh said it. Exactly. And so this was not, uh, you know, an outside of the mainstream idea. This was an entire possibility. So what, if that's your threat and you live in Western Washington like we did. Or blue state. Or blue state. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a good matter. point. Anywhere. You, were, you knew the threat. Your, your preps are going to be largely designed to take care of that threat. Now, that being said... Everything you do to prep for a particular threat is like 95% good overlap for other threats. If you're prepared for civil unrest and a meteor strikes and you have water treatment supplies for both events, you're still going to have water treatment supplies. So there's a ton of overlap. But we mm. were we were focused on that particular threat. Well, <laughs> that didn't happen. No, worse. No worse. Now we have a threat that, quite honestly, I kind of thought about. Shelby kind of thought about. In the we back thought it was months. so outrageous. Yeah, I mean, and that is and that is the threat of an oppressive regime. And I use the word regime 
um, very carefully and I put a lot of thought into it. And, and when you have an unelected authority, it is a regime. Well, now the threat has changed to an oppressive regime. We'll talk more about that, especially in the after show mm-hmm. when we talk about how, you know, when you go to a school board meeting and you say, I'd like to talk to the school board about the curriculum and the school board uh, says, uh, pardon me just a moment. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say. No, I'm kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. That's uh, the after show. Don't that's give the it after away. Show, yeah. Now we have an oppressive regime. We have inflation and we have supply disruptions, all of which we're going to talk about in our looking back a year reflection. But the threat has changed. Well, what does that mean? If you suffer from normalcy bias, you're not going to make the switch over to the new threat. And there are different ways to prepare for the current threat, which we'll talk about in the body of this show and the next show. But our point is, is you have to be nimble. You have to pivot. You have to take in the facts and not get fixated on one particular threat because it's a cool threat or for some reason, and by cool, I mean it kind of stimulates you. Here's a great example of that. And this is this is for real. This got a lot of laughs <laughs> at Sandpoint when I, I told this story. I was on Facebook and there was this this person on one of the prepping Facebook um, oh, this was pages insane. who said, um, hey, here's a threat for preppers that I don't hear anyone talk about. And immediately I was like, oh my goodness, have we missed something? <laughs> we, we think we've covered it all, but we, we, we missed something. And this person said, and I'm not making this up, you guys. Quite honestly, if I could have made it up, I would have I done it because it's, it's great stand-up prepper comedy, but I did not think of this. This person said, I'm concerned that when there's a collapse that they're going to let all the zoo animals go and there's going to be tigers and bears and penguins <laughs> running around the streets. And how do we prepare for that? And I thought to myself, what a great example of somebody fixating on some very obscure, unlikely, very specific threat to the exclusion of all others. Um, so pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, those that's penguins. How, that, I tell you what, that, that's a real easy. Anyway. Uh, you hit a penguin with a rifled slug, and and it's going down. Yeah. Pew, so anyway, pew. not that I've done that because that's an endangered species. But anyway, so we're nimble is our point, and we've pivoted. I'll say this too, and this is fascinating because we're going to talk a lot about the exodus because that was a huge topic, both, you know, at, at Sandpoint and throughout the year. When we were in Western Washington, and and Shelby was so correct, this applies to people in blue states, we were preparing, again, for sort of the Trump win and the left freaking out. We were prepared to be a forward operating base, to have our our team and our people hunkered down, just just riding it out and, and protecting ourselves, right? Being completely defensive. That was what we saw because we were in Washington and we were surrounded by people who were unprepared, who were leftist idiots, and who wanted our stuff. And so we had to protect our stuff. There was a very heavy emphasis when we were in Washington State on security, which was completely appropriate given the probable threat and given all the goofballs around us. It made a ton of sense. Well, now that we're in Montana, we don't have the very same problem. Now, are there goofballs are in Montana? There yes. is no perfection. Are there unprepared people and, and leftist idiots? Uh, yeah, there actually are. But there's a whole lot less of them. And we're not going to have hordes and hordes of people trying to steal our stuff and eat our food because there's a cow in just like every other freaking property around here. There's cows. There's, there's wheat. There's a ton of stuff. So we don't have the same threat to we, prepare we for. We also don't have a state and local government Thank you. that weaponizes and uses those the, the thugs to to create a political government. Ni- yeah, government that creates a political nightmare. You you don't do that in Washington and get away. I'm sorry, you don't do that in Montana like you do in Washington and expect to get away with it. You know, that's a really really great point and I candidly hadn't really thought about that um, too much, but you're right. Ha- we don't have Antifa here in Montana. Yeah, and in in Washington Antifa can do whatever it wants and will not be held accountable at all. Won't Ever. be investigated. Like, won't even be harshly criticized. Talk to anyone who has lived in any of those cities where Antifa has has created an amazing amount of damage. 
and you will find out they don't even they get arrested it's, it's they get booked they, they get, get photographed booked. and they get released it's and they the never get charged and, right, they get the catch and release program and uh, they don't they, and they get and it's pretty egregious crimes assault arson um, we talked 100 to, nights in a row of trying to destroy a federal courthouse um, we talked to someone in Sam Point whose son a family member I think son maybe for sure a family member worked in that courthouse yeah. And and what, the gall that she had of these people were trying to kill my son, and not one of them was ever charged with anything. So, Even though they were caught, yeah, they were never charged on video, all, all over YouTube. Anyway, we're so, getting in the weeds. We're nimble. The threat has changed. The setting has changed, and we have reacted accordingly. Now, I want to stress again: we're not telling you guys how perfect we are. I'm sure that we're not doing it a hundred percent awesomely, but we are going quite a ways. And I I say that. Because when we start talking about the exodus here in a few minutes, a whole lot of you are having a new setting that you're living in. A whole lot of you are moving from being preppers in blue states to being almost kind of homesteaders in a sense um, in red states. And so we're nimble and we have that. Another thing that changed dramatically, dramatically since last year is inflation. Everybody knows it. Everybody sees it. Friend of mine, you know, he says that their family of three, uh, standard weekly grocery run or Sam's Club, I can't remember which it was, 200 bucks. And they, they kind of had it down. It's now 275. And we spoke two weeks ago. It's probably 300 by now. Oh, yeah. This is stuff people can see. And I've mentioned in the past that I think inflation is going to be a political is going to be the thing that gets people to wake up politically and know they're not just going to vote for good candidates and all our problems are going to be solved. I don't mean that kind of political. I mean, they're going to get mad. They're going to wake up from their slumber. They're going to get up off the couch. Not all of them, but some of them will. So inflation, massive change. Shelby, talk more about inflation because you really you really track it, especially with food prices. Oh, it's gone up tremendously. I, I think we've all noticed that. Uh, not just... Um you know, the milk, the eggs, the basics, but yeah. now, and, and I think it dovetails really well into the supply disruptions. Yeah, another big change. Another big change. Those two, are obviously, are very much related. Here's the best example. I went to a Costco yesterday. Now, Costco, normally, through all of the COVID shortages and all that, they will say to you, you're allowed, they, they limit amounts. You can only get one of these or two of these. I went to ask for... Uh, toilet paper. I'm like, where's your, cause they're always moving stuff around, right? <laughs> where's the toilet paper? And the guy's like, we're out. We, the best time to come is first thing in the morning. And by generally noon or so, we're out. And early in the week, cause you early were there in on the a week. Saturday. And I'm like, okay, we've just gone. <laughs> Never once have I been in Costco when they're out. Right. No, it's always been limits. You're right. Limits. I've never experienced that so either. That was it. And and things that we, I'm normal. I, I was telling you this. Normally I can go to Costco and I can get a pack of toothbrushes. Yesterday, they were out. Who needs toothbrushes? Everybody. Yeah. We we have them. They're just packed away still <laughs> some way. So that's why I'm like, I, we can always use toothbrush. I'll just buy some. I need a toothbrush. Every time I brush my teeth, the bristle comes out my mouth. Nope. Nope. And so what a big change. We're going to go into wrap this up here in mm-hmm. a moment and go into segment two and continue this conversation. But what a huge difference a year makes. Can you see what we're talking about? Massive inflation, 13 to 15% is our best guess. Yeah. Supply disruptions. And how do you prep for those things? So we're going to talk about that in a moment. And it's there's no end in sight. If anything, going forward, it's only going to get worse. So how do we prep for that? Folks, we're going to talk about this. Don't go away after the break. More of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps. Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love Numana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available. Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years. The perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering. You can get a sample of Numana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP. Go to Numana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website. Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com. 
Abe Lincoln here. In 1773, patriots broke the chains of British tyranny by throwing tea into Boston Harbor. On that day, Americans began drinking coffee. We celebrate that event daily here at Minutemen Coffee. All men are created equal. <laughs> coffee is not. Minutemen Coffee is roasted to perfection in small batches. Bold, smooth, and never bitter. Shipped to you fresh daily. Whole bean, ground, or our patented pods. www.minutemencoffee.com Prepping 2.0 is about that next level of prepping. One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it, makes solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT. When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple to install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars. EMP Shield has been tested by independent laboratories and passed muster with the government, which has ordered lots of them. Google EMP Shield and see for yourself and save some money. Get a $50 discount per device. Go to prepping2-o.com. Click on the Friends and Affiliates page, then click on the EMP Shield logo. At checkout, use coupon code PREPPING2.0. It's all one word. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Looking to meet other like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own prepper group? Already have a group? Join PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet has gathered the biggest names in the industry to help unite preppers everywhere. Join John Jacob Schmidt, Scott Hunt, Dr. Bones and Nurse Amy, Glenn Tate, Shelby Gallagher, Charlie Hogwood, Samuel Culper, Survivor Jane, Rick Austin, Franklin Horton, Ryan Mitchell, and Brian Duff. Our team is united. Check us out at PrepperNet.com. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. PrepperNet.com. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Welcome back, everyone. We have so much more to talk oh, about. So, Glenn, we were just talking about inflation supply disruptions. What else do we want to cover there? Yeah, I just wanted to note that we've talked about this in depth. I, I commend to you a great episode we did with Fairfall, who lived mm. through the Argentinian inflation madness of 2000 and 2001 and he talked about the ways the strategies for dealing with inflation and one of the main ones is to buy a bunch of stuff now even if you don't need it and people are doing that and people are doing yeah toilet paper at costco obviously come on you can only use so much toilet paper and so they're they're not needing it right now we've talked about strategies to prep for inflation we did an entire episode on that besides the fairfall so that's two supply disruptions um, pretty much prepping for supply disruptions is the same as prepping for inflation. Get stuff you need now. Classic example, we needed a particular plug-in wiring thing for a new washer or new dryer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, next time we're in the big city, um, I'll go pick one up. And then you and I had the same thought simultaneously, which was, no, I got the afternoon clear. I'm going to go get it now because it's made in China. And the replacement for that particular item is sitting on a cargo ship, the port of Long Beach. We won't belabor that because we've talked about that too. But you guys, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of ships with a thousand containers or more. Some of the super ships have that sitting around and they can't unload them because nobody wants to be a truck driver. There's no truck driver parts. There's labor. uh, uh, You guys know all about this stuff, but this is huge and it's only going to get worse. There is absolutely no indication that this is going to get better. And the way these things work with the cascading effects and the ripples and everything else, it's going to get worse. On my KHNC show two weeks ago, I talked about uh, a truck driver who said that a particular U-joint part for the drivetrain mm-hmm. for most semi-trucks, uh, the stores are out, or the parts stores are out of them, and they say we might have a resupply in January 2022. That's the example. So you can see how supply disruptions right now are things you can maybe get ahead of, like that part for the dryer. Mm-hmm. 
but it's going to accelerate and it's going to get worse. And pretty soon it's going to be all kinds of stuff being unavailable. And that's one thing, but here's the bigger thing. The general population realizing that they can't have all their stuff and they're going to flip out and they're yep. going to start rioting and they're going to start looting and all those things. So anyway, we've, we've talked about inflation and supply disruptions. Here's another thing, Shelby, I'm going to throw this over to you that has really changed in the past year and is really knows, but what's that? Well, it's the whole vaccine issue. Yeah. We went, let's think back a year ago at this time, you we were like, there was no vaccine. There was no vaccine. We were hoping to get it soon. We, we uh, weren't personally, we, but I mean, the we, population the, was. The, and we were still kind of fearful of all of the COVID yeah. infections. And uh, so now we have a new vaccine and people have been given a choice whether to take it or not. Kind and of a choice. <laughs> kind of a choice until up until um, the last couple of months, since about mid-August, when companies and government and companies got in cahoots with government. It's called fascism, and by the way. Started, yeah, and started coercing employees. If you don't get the vaccine by a certain date, there will be there there will be consequences. And here we are, mid-October. Those are starting to come true, and we'll flesh them out. What were you going to say? Well, about? we'll talk about the labor shortage in a moment. Yeah, but, one but they thing, do go hand in hand. They do go hand in hand. They're directly linked. Uh, and here's something that is really disturbing to me from an oppression standpoint. And again, we're in a we're in an oppressive regime right now. The demonizing of the unvaccinated. Shelby and I were joking the other day, and actually it may end up coming true. Who knows? Mm -hmm. some, of the some of the things we casually talk about and joke about sometimes become headlines. It's really creepy. But we were joking about the next thing Dr. Fauci is going to say is that the COVID virus is transmitted from Republicans to Democrats. So we need to make sure that there are fewer Republicans in order to address this public health thing. We were halfway kidding, but I'm telling you, absolute demonization of the unvaccinated it's getting creepy it's getting yellow star material and that is horrible stuff yep so so what's happening right now is the coercing and the demonizing so here we are in october we are now starting to see massive amounts of um people quitting their job in healthcare. Doesn't seem like a good time to lose healthcare yeah. workers, but the government is pushing it and so are the hospital systems in cahoots with um with the government, government who, exactly. pays their, who pays their bills. Yeah, government exactly. insurance is what funds hospitals. Yeah. Of course, they're going to do what the government So says. there's that. And and now in just today's headlines, we're recording this, I don't know, sometime mid-October, uh, airlines. Uh, air traffic controllers are now walking off the job because of this. <laughs> we uh, Flights are being canceled left and right. I'm hearing in the southeast it's going to happen all over. Um, so that's home. That's home, that's healthcare and that's flights. The next one we know it's going to happen is uh, first responders. Doesn't seem mm -hmm. like a good idea. Are walking off the job. So is law enforcement, which they were already doing. They were already leaving in droves for yeah. reasons we've described on multiple shows. So we've got the following were shortages. A lot of it was because of the unemployment stuff and in the case of healthcare, because in the spring of 2020, they shut down hospitals for elective procedures <clears throat> like colonoscopies. <clears throat> anyway. No one's bitter about No, no we, are very, we are we, incredibly yeah, bitter about every that. Every single day. Yes. But so now we've got, we've already got a shortage of nurses, police, fire, air traffic controllers, um, Airline personnel, airline mechanics, all these things. And that's just naming a few. We've already got a shortage of that for, for the unemployment check reason and the COVID reason. And on top of that, you decide to force a good chunk. And it's not the majority. You know, it might even be single digits of these people, percentage, single digit percentage of these people to either get fired or to quit. It's not helping the labor shortage. Nope, it's making it it's worse. It's making it worse. It's almost like that's the plan. It's almost like creating more and more chaos and disruption is the plan. So then people will clamor for a brand new system. Gee, do you think that's possible? The last Tuesday in September, mm -hmm. whatever that was, somebody do look really quick. Mm -hmm. Dan Bongino did a great podcast show on if President yeah. Biden was, was trying to Destroy America. Uh, what would he do differently? And the conclusion <laughs> nothing. was nothing. So there you go. And I so, want to add something yes. to this labor shortage thing. Um, this is one of, we're jumping a little bit yep. to the next topic. I mean, we're, we're going to stay on this topic, but a preview of 
what folks told us at the Sandpoint Expo fits perfectly with this. I was talking to a guy who is an EMT for a fire district in Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, kind of a semi-suburban, yes. semi-rural place. Um, Where was it at? Lebanon, yeah. Oregon. It's Yeah, it's very central or s- small town. It's small town. D- right, kind of near Cor- Corvallis. Yeah. So it's not near a big hospital is nope. my point with this. Guess what? All, every single one of the firefighters and the EMTs are quitting. Well, they're going to let they're going to let the government let them fire go. them so they can file a lawsuit, a giant lawsuit. They're all not going to be employed right about now in yep. mid October. And he said, "Let me tell you what that means. There is now no fire or EMS for about a fifty mile radius of this town." He said specifically, response times were about five to ten minutes. And now there are 15 minutes, if you're really lucky, probably closer to half hour. Let me tell you what happens in that difference of time. The difference between, say, five minutes and, say, 20 mm-hmm. minutes. You know what happens? Um, people get paralyzed from strokes that are allowed to continue because they weren't treated. People with heart attacks die. Uh, people that are involved in car accidents and other things bleed out in that amount of time. The lack of response time that was artificially created by this stupid vaccine mandate is literally killing people. And the left, blue state, can't get any bluer than Mm -hmm. Oregon, can you? The left is perfectly fine with people bleeding out from a car accident because they want to force their will upon people and show everybody that they're in charge. And by golly, you're getting a vaccine or you're gone. This is horrible. So let me let me point out. So that's what's happening, and we're seeing it play out in national news. You just heard, we've we've all read the headlines. We know that's happening. Let me tell you what's happening here in a red state where we live. Just to give you a comparison, we have healthcare happening. I t- you all heard it a few weeks ago. I I had to take Joel to an emergency room. I had to wear a mask. I don't, I'm okay wearing a mask in an emergency room. Football injury, by Fo- the way. Football injury. He's fine. Tough um, kid. Yeah, you're about ready to have a procedure that mm-hmm. was canceled in Washington. They're going to do it here. Mm-hmm. Um. Probably going to have to wear a mask. I'm okay with that. In a hospital, I understand wearing a mask because there's just germy, germy germs everywhere. Um, healthcare is happening in red states. Yeah. Healthcare is not happening in blue states. I'm getting a, quote, elective surgery in Montana that I specifically was denied. And we're not mm-hmm. talking the colonoscopy. We're talking about, might as well mention it's gross, reversing an ostomy. No more bag. No more Jay Inslee bag. He's the governor of Washington. Has somebody told me we're getting an Inslee-ectomy. Inslee-ectomy. There's this plastic bag taped to my abdomen, and there's a direct, my my intestine goes. Small intestine. The stuff out of my small intestine, a.k.a. poop, goes straight into the bag. And I have to empty it about 12 to 15 times a day. It's awesome. It's so much fun. Well, and I will say this. Step. I'm going to step because mm-hmm. you can tell I'm getting mad. So you you're are. trying to calm me I, down. I, there, what we have realized in this journey of you having an, an ileostomy is the full name of it. There are a lot of people out mm-hmm. there that live with them per- yeah. permanently for I have it better time. than those guys. And and we now that we've lived with this thing for several months. Ugh. God bless you. Yeah. If God you, bless you. If you have this permanently, yeah. I can't even imagine. And, and we know that it, it's a, an increase in your quality of life. Oh yeah. Wonderful. Getting it, yeah, getting it but off. But for us, it's the, it's more the, the we knew when you got it that it would be temporary and we removed the fact that it's because of Jay Inslee that you couldn't get the colonoscopy now because and now of no, exactly I can't get rid of the I almost said a bad word the the, the bag yeah the poopy bag so anyway. great example mm-hmm. of healthcare is done and done right in red states and it's not done and it's not done right. In blue states. And I, one thing I want to add to this, and, and we're going to talk here this episode or even next episode about the kind of the boots on the ground stories that we heard mm-hmm. in conversations we had with people that we wanted to share with you because it's important. Yes. And this is one of them. News healthcare. you can use. You, yes. the listener, even if you weren't at this expo. And news you can use as a prepper. Mm-hmm. So here's what you need to think about. We talked to a dear friend, lots of hugs and tears at this particular prepping event. Um, she and I have been in contact. Um, she has been, been denied because mm-hmm. she is, she is refusing. To take the vaccine, she is being denied a life-saving transplant, organ transplant, or an organ transplant, because she has been deemed a bad candidate. Because, not compliant, because she she shows that she will not be compliant with her post-operative health care, which is a lot. When you've had a transplant, you have oh, yeah. to really 
follow all the rules to make it a success. And she's been deemed non-compliant. So she will not be getting a transplant. And what is that, ladies and gentlemen? That's a that's a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Eventually, for, yes. For eventually, yes. And for and that is and you're now starting to see that now in the headlines. That's what's happening. If you live in a blue state, it's now. I, I mean, you've heard our story. You've, you've we heard those sorts of stories. It could actually your life could depend on it, depending on what health care you can get access to. If we lived in a red state, which we do, I would have got the colonoscopy, yeah. and none of this would have happened. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. It is. It is that simple. And if that isn't the best example possible. I don't know what is, but let's let's, let's not dwell going. on that. Another thing that has changed a lot in the past year, and we already touched on it, so I'll just briefly mention it, is this oppressive regime where you've got the FBI arresting dissenters conceivably at school board meetings while they simultaneously ignore all the federal crimes that Antifa commits. We're going to talk about that in the after show. But the biggest thing we save for last, the biggest thing that has happened over the past year is... What do we call that, Shelby? I'm not sure, honestly. The Exodus. The Exodus, sorry. I'm like, there's okay. like 10 words in front of me. I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> That's ah. okay. Um, the Exodus. In this, what we'll talk about it as far as all the tons of people at the Sandpoint Expo who had moved, were moving, all that. Other stuff. We'll tell all that, those stories later kind of in another segment, maybe another episode because mm-hmm. we're, we're, I think the Exodus is going to take plenty of time. That is something that has really, 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 really changed in the past year. We'll use ourselves as an example. In October of 2020, we had we had no thoughts of moving to a red state, Mm-mm. none whatsoever. Now we're physically in a red state. There have been tens of thousands, I don't know, hundreds of thousands. I, I The number doesn't matter. There has been an exodus. I choose that word with great precision, by mm-hmm. the way, because this isn't some people relocating. This isn't a couple moving vans. This is an exodus. Massive, massive leaving. California losing a congressional seat because of, of, of population going down. So, which had never happened since like ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like 1849 when they or whatever. So the, the exodus is very, very real. We've talked about it a lot, but I'll say again, Relocating is so onerous and so unpleasant and so expensive. We're encouraging people to do it, yet we're admitting Mm -hmm. that it's hard to do. That when you have, I don't know, hundreds of thousands probably, I think that's fair, hundreds of thousands of people doing a very difficult, arduous, expensive thing, you've got to say, huh, something must be leading them to do this. Conditions in blue states must be so bad And comparatively, conditions in red states must be so much better that all these people are going through this. And that is huge. When you have giant population shifts in a country, mm. it usually is the precursor to something bad happening in that country. So what I want to, just for our listeners, because we're following an outline here. So we're going to kind of shift here a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. And talk about just what we learned from people that's right. We'll do this for a few minutes yes. and then um, we'll take it into the next episode next week. But we will we will certainly start. So and part of that was the exodus. Yes, we learned about that. Go ahead. Tell some stories well, about yeah. people moving because it's it's heartwarming. It's heartwarming. And and so to compare from last year to this year, we when we were at the expo, just more boots on the ground. And, and again, we want to report this to you, the listeners, so you know that you're not crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So last year, I'd say about a third of people are like, yeah, we're thinking about moving. We're checking out the area here in Idaho and in North Idaho, yes. not Northern Idaho. It's not Northern Idaho. It's North it is Idaho. North Idaho okay. by Cracky. <laughs> so and I'd say about a third of people were talking about yeah. it. This year, one, I, I can't, 100% of people, except for one or two people going, nope, I'm going to stay and I'm going to shoot it out, basically. Yeah. Um, they're in the- <laughs> It's pretty amazing. Yeah. They're, so they're either, they have just moved, they're in the process of moving, they're talking to a realtor and getting ready to move it and putting the plans in place. That Those were the three categories. I, I can think of very few. And again, it was that I'm staying, I'm going to shoot it out. Very typical conversation we have with people who aren't actively relocating now is- you can tell that they thought about it, and mm. there's an expiration date on their on their tenure in a blue state. Right. And with something like this, in four years, um, I'm going to vest into my pension, and I can retire 
and then we're out the door the very first day yeah. we can. Or um, my grandkids are a couple years away from being in high school, and I, you know, I feel like then I can be a little bit farther mm-hmm. from them. Those sorts of things. But you can tell from those conversations that people had planned this out. They had reasons. They had an expiration date. Yeah, they, they had exactly. They had an expiration date for being in a blue state. They had reasons to stay, and we never want to come across as. Oh, it's so simple to move. It happened to work for us. If you have to stay in a blue state because of the reasons we mentioned, and those are those are the most common ones. You know, you're not like less of a patriot or less of a prepper, or Mm -hmm. you're not a bad person for having to stay in a blue state. You really need to have a plan for getting the heck out of there on a moment's notice, like you know, highway maps and tanks of gas and all of that other stuff. But if you gotta stay, and you're the judge of whether you gotta mm-hmm. stay, because we don't know, and I mean, why would you listen to us? But you know, no, no disrespect to no. people who have to stay. We just strongly encourage you to think of every single way to get out. So, and I'm going to tie this into what you just said too. One of the next things that we have. Is especially during our talk time, I I have felt more our so presentation our at presentation the at the at the expo felt the the presence of God more yeah this year and and His purpose for prepping 2.0 and what we do and I said that and I was very heartfelt about it and and normally and you and I are Christians we don't hide that we don't really bring that out on the show right well. We don't run away from we, it, we but don't we don't away. preach. Right. We're not going to, you know, pull out the Open Bible. your Bibles Open to, to Corinthians. To, right. <laughs> and we joke about it. And I, I honestly want to find the mug out there that says, I swear sometimes and I drink, but I'm a Christian. Because I'm a... Because <laughs> it's true. She does all that. Um, but I, I really brought God into it. And I thanked God for getting us through this move and through all that we have been through this year. And, and I know that we are doing what we are supposed to be doing with prepping 2.0. And I talked about that and, um, I had a, I had a, every, a lot of people, tons and tons of people thank me for bringing that to the forefront. And as a result, I'm not going to overdo it, but I'm going to bring it forward more. I think God, God needs the glory in what he's doing. And to that point, um, when we talk about those preppers who are staying for specifically children or grandchildren, mm-hmm. I see in their words and in their faces when they tell me that that is what God wants them to do. They mm-hmm. are there to be a presence in that child's life for a very specific reason. Role models. Role models, teaching, influencing, and all those things that we do for our kids. All valid. And so God bless you mm-hmm. and um, keep on it and and stay Stay the course and just remember your course may change in a few years. So, um, but <laughs> those are so important. They're raising our future. So I get that. So the now, other- that's a really important yeah. point. It's not, I don't, I don't mean to just say, oh, and some people are staying behind for family and sort of leave it at that. I'm glad you no. added that detail because that is important. And that's something we saw. Well, and God's leading that way. Yeah, exactly. And, and related to people thanking us for including mm. God in the show, um, there were a lot of people, this was personal and this was for both Shelby and I, people were coming up and hugging us about the so far good news about that word that begins with a C that I don't like using, but chemo, the, uh, chemo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, the reason for the chemotherapy mm-hmm. so far being looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's about a five year period, you know, that you need to be free of the thing to really be free of it. So, you know, that's all right. There's that. You got five years. But, exactly. But so many hugs. I mean, it really touched us. And I want to thank each and every mm. one of you. And not just because you guys came up to me. And and typically people would say, it's good to see you like alive and stuff. Not only, th- you know, hugging me and, and, and I'm a hugger. I mean, you know, it's, it's what I do. But you guys were also hugging and supporting Shelby because she went through a lot with this too. And she needs encouragement and support and she needed prayer still does and you guys it it was amazing it it was it was universal you guys were saying we were praying for you and shelby and we're so glad to see you and shelby and so i i can't even tell Mm -hmm. you it was it was an amazing experience to have all you guys um, that we're able to be there. And of course, there's a ton of you that send in Patreon messages on the Patreon app and, and you send in emails and everything else. You guys have made us feel so loved, loved welcomed, and embraced that 
we can't we can't thank you enough for that. And there was a lot of that in person. And that's not really like a prepping trend to report, but that's a big a big mm-hmm. giant thank you to a whole lot of people, whether it was a virtual hug and prayers or whether it was in person. It was much, much appreciated. Another thing that happened that's sort of not a prepping topic, but is cool nonetheless. Every year now, we've started a tradition. At the Sandpoint Expo, we have a Patreon reception uh, Saturday evening, Saturday yeah, for after dinner. after the first day. After the first day. And all kinds of cool people come. All kinds of cool people hang out. All these people from all over the place who are Patreon start, you know, exchanging phone numbers and, and well, getting together. Well, they're funny, networking. Well, and on Patreon, everyone has a fake name because they yeah. use, right? And so it's like, yeah. oh, you're that guy. Oh, you're that guy. So oh, now you yeah. get to meet all these people that they've interacted with over on Patreon, which is great. And we love it so much. You know, Saturday night, um, Shelby in particular lost her voice from talking so much just i mean saying thank you to people i mean Hugging hundreds of times and you know yeah. stuff so um that was great the patreon reception well we only have a couple of minutes so i wanted to we touched on a couple of these things but um one of the other things real quick in the last minute i wanted to say a quick update on minutemen coffee they are yeah. one of our sponsors yeah. and you guys all know that and you and that's one of the reasons why i talk kind of fast yeah. um <laughs> Minuteman Coffee has positively exploded Huge success. in the last year because of God, mm-hmm. truly, and because hard work by the hard work by owner in owner, particular yes. and his crew, and um, their unwavering support for Second Amendment rights, yeah. for the Constitution, for unlike that some other companies. And not only that, they're pretty doggone good coffee. Yeah. So it was an absolute joy to talk to Don and spend some time with him and watch him just grow. He went from making uh, coffee in his, you know, in a popcorn popper in his kitchen to now. True story. Yeah. He roasted coffee in a popcorn popper in his kitchen. And now he's got. It's kind of a trade secret, so I won't go into it. He's got facilities. He's got employees. He's got buildings and employees. He's got literally tons of coffee beans going in and out. And it is amazing. The um, absolute spectacular growth. So you guys, listeners of this show, were in on the ground floor. Good for you. And uh, we were the first show that Don called. And um, he's a friend. So anyway, there's that. Well, we need to go. Shelby, take us out. You bet, folks. We're going to carry this conversation. More things we learned at Sandpoint in our next episode. But we've got some really cool things to talk about in the after show. Folks, failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Have a great week. You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.